0: Welcome to Discussing Rhythmic Gymnastics, the podcast we know you have been waiting for. Hello and welcome everybody to a new episode of Discussing Rhythmic Gymnastics. I'm Sophia. And I'm Christine. And today we thought we might discuss uh, the Pan-American Games, uh, where Evita Kriskenas qualified for the Olympic Games in Paris. And, yeah, she got um, that
1: final ticket, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, and later on, um, I want to talk to you about the final of the Deutsche Bundesliga, the German championships of the clubs, uh, which took place in Bremen on Saturday.
1: Yeah, so this is a relatively new competition format. So it's uh, yeah, kind of our Premier League, our uh, nationwide club competition, yeah, And it's been only like the second year in a row, I believe, I, I that think they've the done this? The third, okay. Because they, and they were
0: saying uh, it is the third final, um, which took place in Bremen. And okay. next year it will take place somewhere else.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So um, let's start with the Pan American Games. So you followed this a bit more than I was able to. Yeah.
0: Well, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch it live. Um. And... It is quite hard to find all the videos online, so YouTube wasn't that complete, um, but I think I saw like the most important routines. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Barbara Domingos dominated the um, Pan American Games this year. She got the all-around gold medal um, and congratulations. Believe, yeah, and I believe three of the individual finals. Mm-hmm. No, two. Two of the individual finals and her teammate, um, Maria Eduarda Alexandre, took two gold medals in the clubs and um, I believe ball final? Uh, no, hoop final, I'm sorry. And, the hoop uh, final? Yeah. So Barbara Domingos
1: um, won with the ribbon and the uh, ball. ball.
0: Yeah. Correct. Okay. And um, so the Brazilians dominated these games and um, in uh, third place uh, in the individual um, finals um, there was always uh, Evita Crisquenas and uh, in the all-around final she took the silver medal and with that um she secured her spot. She, yes, um, and, I think it was it was deserved. So um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a bit sad that uh, Maria Edelada Alexander um, wasn't able to qualify because Barbara Domingos already already got the spot for Brazil.
1: Yeah, but still, she... I mean, she's she's very young, so she's got like the next yeah, Olympic course. cycle uh, to go to go to and um, yeah to have that going for her, right? Yeah. So we yeah. will be seeing lots more of her probably. And, I mean, we all fawned over Barbara Domingos already in the World Championships. Yeah. She uh, put up quite the show and was very, very exciting to watch. So, her younger teammate will follow in her footsteps and she will be around for much longer. But let's talk about Evita. So, she had yeah. quite the performance uh, for the at the Pan American Championships.
0: Yeah. Um, she had... Uh, I, I, which I was most impressed with was her ribbon routine where she got 31.25 in the qualification, mm-hmm. um, which is a really high score for ribbon, I think. Um, yeah. And um, she is quite the elegant gymnast. She has her ball routine, which is very jazzy, very elegant. And um, yeah, shows um, routines to <coughs> classical or neoclassical music with piano mm-hmm. and strings. And yeah, um, she shows great skill. Uh, her body difficulty is really good. Um, I really enjoy her attitude turns. Absolutely. Has, I was her, just about to say that. Yeah, her attitude in her turns ball routine, are incredible. In her ball routine, she has this really great thing where she starts to turn, then squeezes her ball into her bent leg mid-turn. And, and still keeps turning, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I it's saw that. It was is
1: really, really impressive. Miraculous. Yeah. yeah very so, stable um, in her turns keeps the balance very well so that was beautiful yeah. when you mentioned the the ribbon routine i loved it also it's very elegant very graceful but what i was missing was like ha she connected the the elements so well with with uh, each other um and like when when she uh moved down to the floor and then coming up again that was all mm. very well connected but the music didn't do it for me. So she yeah. could have performed that exercise, that routine to any other music and it would any other classical piece and it would have been fine, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, I know. Just looking just looking at the routine itself, it's amazing, but this tiny the, little thing that really yeah. connects it to the music that gives you goosebumps, that thing was missing.
0: It's just for me personally. Yeah, it wasn't memorable enough for me. Mhm. To yeah, to really same, same. it, she had last year um her hoop routine was to Seven Nation Army, mm-hmm. um, also not the original but some variation, which mm-hmm. like things like that stick in my mind,
1: um,
0: yeah. but I think she has great potential there and um. Absolutely. Overall, I have to say, um, watching these Pan American gymnasts, mainly the music is great. The mm-hmm. Leo charts look amazing. Like, I have n- s- n- rarely anything negative to say about all the gymnasts and all the competitors. Because it's just, you see, okay, there is um, Latin America domination right there. Yeah. Everybody knows how to perform to these Latin mm-hmm. music styles. And um uh, Pretty much everybody has the
1: rhythm in their bl- running in their yeah, blood, right? So they know how the, to move to music.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially the Colombian girls stood out for me. They aren't mm-hmm. scoring that high, but it's just a nice performance, and you, ah, they you get enjoy watching them. A score.
1: Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's uh, what makes this the sport so fun. It's not all about uh, the difficulty score being that high, yeah. but that we as an audience have fun watching them and them and. Can enjoy their skill. I mean, um, we're well. We're not judging in that way, but <laughs> because who are we to judge? But um, we have a lot of opinions, and we know what is very skillful and what needs could be better. Um, mm. but still, I mean, we're f- we couldn't do any of those things what these elite level gymnasts do. So respect to to each and every one of them. But we just like especially enjoy it when. The performance like is well connected to the music and it just like, yeah, it gives you that goosebump moment or that makes you want to jump onto the carpet. So yes. when these, um, you mentioned the Colombian girls, when they do that, it's just fantastic. Um, yeah. uh, I've got one thing about um, uh, Evita's mm-hmm. hoop performance that kind of like stuck out for me. Because uh, she's a very mature gymnast, she's been around for a couple mm. of years, for more than five years as a, as a, a senior, senior gymnast um mm. in the game, but in her hoop performance, I found that she sometimes like stopped to collect herself and then went yeah. on to the next element. So um, what she what she manages manages to do very well with with the ribbon like these connections so it's very fluent that it's just a very flowy routine that's not there in the hoop or at least hasn't mm. been in in the pan american uh, champion uh, or pan american games performance so and i was like ah okay these are the things that like other gymnasts do better than you and that's why mm. they score above you even though she is very good and she has the the skill level like, these minor connections might yeah. be the thing that, that lowers her score a bit. Yeah. So Yeah, I
0: also wanted to say, um, like, the three gymnasts that um come behind Barbara Domingos um, in the all-around uh, final um, are really close together. Like, it was <coughs> a really tight race. And I'm really sorry for Marina Malpica from Mexico, mm. who had the chance for that Olympic ticket and... She yeah. had, it just wasn't her competition unfortunately there were several mistakes mm. and um she she is a really high level performer and i could see her at the olympic games but unfortunately there was only one spot left yeah. um there was not this
1: year right yeah or, well not this season yeah
0: no, not this season and um there was like um A bit of a Geschmäckle, as we would say in German. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know, how how would you translate this? Uh, Explain Uh, to me what you mean and then I'll give you a proper translation. A Geschmäckle. It was like a Twitter, um, yeah, a tweet uh, or on X, she put out a message Mm. um, where she said something like, um, uh, well, um, earlier it was always the Americans winning, now it's always the Brazilians winning and... um, I have no one representing me in the FIG so uh, I'm not getting a medal. Oh. Which is like, mm, okay, I don't
1: know okay. If you should have said. Oh, this. how how do we put a bit of a geschmeckle in there? Oh, that that put a, a bit of a bitter tone uh, yeah. towards uh, the complete Aftertaste. situation. <laughs> um yeah, Geschmäckle. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh so it's a German expression when we want to like um explain that something was um you had a had a bit of an undertone uh towards all of the uh, the whole situation and uh, the undertone was not as friendly and now you're not that um your your attitude towards a certain person or a certain yeah. circumstance is not as positive. As it yeah. was before, so that's yeah. what what like a schmeckler probably yeah, yeah. tries if to say. If she
0: just hadn't said anything, everybody would be sorry for her because she missed out on every single medal, mm. and she was so close. And um, it is so sad, but th- this is the sport, and you have to trust that the judges do their best and um, mm. judge fairly. And but do you, if you do, say something you, like, "Would this, you have seen you just... her
1: like in in a in a medal position"?
0: Yeah, I I mean, not or not do you at this think do you think the competition, competition was unfair? No, I don't think I don't uh, think that. But I get that she is feeling mm. left out or not represented or something yeah. like that. I get yeah. that, but you don't say that. You, it's unfair First of all, you to don't... those who got the medal because yeah. they deserved it clearly. Yeah, it's just i i we we can change the rules so that there are four medals. we can mm. do that, so in I know it's bitter, but it's just not a great style to yeah. say something publicly yeah um yeah, which definitely not just you are just saying, um the others weren't better than you,
1: and mm. they didn't
0: deserve the medal, yeah, and yeah, that's just not fair and not
1: yeah exactly uh, especially <sighs> in a in a sport that becomes even though it is so subjective more and more transparent yeah. so um yep. then uh i mean obviously please uh, all the listeners uh re-watch the games uh, wherever you can find them and form your own opinion if you think she uh deserved maybe more points on on some of the exercises on some of the routines uh, I keep I keep saying exercises, but of course it's routines. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah German, that's a it's, it's German translation word. mistake. Um, and uh, yeah, but oh, poor poor Mexican girl, not a great style. I mean, I know that they've yeah. been trying to like really um, grow their rhythmic gymnastics um, mm. team within the country and then on the international platform, um, but still, it's. Uh, yeah, as I mean, you said, working. you don't say she it is, out loud. I mean, if if that good. had happened, like, two or three times before, like, if it if, if yeah. it had been, like, the third year in a row where she was, like, placed in fourth position all the time and missed out on qualifying for something else, then it would have been too obvious. I mean, then yeah, you can say I, something, but, but think, still. But
0: I think still, then. I mean, yeah. you, you have to look uh, at the individual competition and... Mm. Um, and compare because you you can't just say th- something like that without like proof or um a real accusation you know
1: yeah if you i mean you would have said it would have been uh, been completely I, I know different.
0: things aren't fair um, yeah i mean it would have different. been completely
1: different if like one of um the other girls like that landed on the podium were like okay now it's too obvious and I don't know why I got the medal and you mm. didn't and we uh, like yeah. usher um a statement together yeah like then then it's something something completely different but that way as like you just don't do it and the sport has become so friendly and so fair and so like cheering for each other just looking mm. at the past world championships the the Spanish crowd was there for everybody. They were cheering Um. for everyone. So not just for their own home country. So this is something that has grown over the last couple, I'd say, well, like with the start of the new cycle of this new Mm. code of points. So um, I think we should keep that up and not lessen other gymnasts' performance or, um, yeah, scores in any way just because you're bitter about not like making it or losing like that tiny bit. Okay, so uh that was a short excursion about uh, Marina Malpica from Mexico. Um who was unfortunately too bitter about her losing out on the medal positions. But you have some more information about Evita
0: Yes. Um we just wanted to give you a bit of background information um as she is like the dominating U.S. gymnast right now, in front of uh, Lily Mizuno, um, she, Evita Kriškenas was born uh, on December third in two thousand. So she is. Uh, oh wow! Turning twenty-three <laughs> next month. Um, Congratulations in advance. <laughs> yeah, you can do that in in the U.S. <laughs> oh yeah, in the US it's it's
1: it's uh okay to do that. Never do it in German. It it's supposed to be unlucky if you congratulate somebody before it's their actual birthday. So don't yeah. do it in Germany.
0: Yes. Um she was born in Chicago, Illinois, and uh still yeah, lives there apparently. Um she has um parents who already were like athletes before. Um, Her dad um, won uh, the world, is is world fitness champion in 1997 and 1999, Mm -hmm. which I don't really know what that means, (laughs) world fitness champion, what that includes or or did include Uh, back in the 90s.
1: I have no idea, but there were probably fitness world championships. (laughs) I don't know
0: and her mother i have i'm, I'm her yeah. her mother also um placed high in uh, the fitness aerobics in 1997. ah okay <laughs> so uh so uh
1: just the category fitness is not part of the f i g um uh, yeah sports yeah <laughs> but um yeah depending on what you're doing i mean there are several um World organizations um, offering certain championships at all kinds of levels. I mean, I've uh, just found out there are CrossFit World Championships, yeah. <laughs> which is also kind of fitness. So um, uh, everything has uh, their spot on the world um, floor.
0: Yeah. Um, Evita began rhythmic gymnastics at the age of four. Um, and she mm. says... Um, she wanted to do the sport because she watched it on television, or she even watched Alina Kabaeva on television. And probably,
1: probably, she, she yeah. She begged
0: her parents uh, to put her into rhythmics. Um mm. She uh, graduated high school in 2019, and she's now studying psychology in, uh, in New oh, York. Oh, good for her. Uh, Columbia, I think it is, in New York, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she will yeah. graduate next year. Uh, so So she's got a
1: lot on her plate yeah
0: I think it is quite impressive um, when gymnasts also study um, I mean of course most girls Mm -hmm. still go to school or you know but in Germany um, it is also common to go to the army or the military to continue your sport career yeah Um, Uh, which is kind of I mean um,
1: if you do that because you're fine with like working for the military, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, all right, it's a good option, but some choose to do it because they don't have any other yeah. options because nothing pays you to do your sport while uh, you do it or it, you're not um winning enough money with competitions or there aren't mm-hmm. even enough competitions to win money yet. So um, I believe in, in Germany that's a big... Um, problem and of course in a lot of un- other countries uh, where there's no big enough lobby for you to do that even if you're on a yeah doing it at an elite level yeah um going to world championships it, yeah you rely you have to rely on somebody else paying you to do that or have good sponsors or yeah parents who are willing to support you even longer yeah so so that's still um, an issue so uh, respect if she is able to do that uh, maybe she has a scholarship mm. um, as far as I'm concerned as long as you don't have any major like um, uh, contracts uh, with any bigger uh, any sponsoring contracts mm-hmm. uh, with advertisement or anything you are still up for scholarships mm-hmm. uh, for your respective university um, and uh, that's like one of the reasons why Simone Biles, for example, never, uh, went to university yeah. or started for a university because she had like enough um sponsorships and contracts going on to like build Super her career wow. mm-hmm. and uh, build her own gym where she now uh trains and has people coming and pay money to train in her gym and with her and so on. Yeah. So um she I mean she can do that because she's I mean come on she's, she's freaking Simone Biles but uh yeah for the rest of of the gymnasts that's not always an option and they rely on getting their education for free at least in the US I mean in Germany you can just go to university because it doesn't cost any money yeah. I mean not compared to the <laughs> to the uh huge sums you'd have to pay in the US you pay like uh Let's say a, a fee between 200 and five hundred euros for the whole semester, and often like you have included like a ticket where you can like use public, public transport, transportation yeah. for a, for the whole state or something. So that's um, very fair and very doable, and you have like um, financial aids that you get just because you are doing something for your education. So the state pays you like only a little money, but often it's enough to cover rent in a in a shared mm-hmm. apartment or something so that you can do with like working on the side just a bit. So you'll manage. I mean, you
0: have to pay um, um, most of it back. Yeah, yeah <laughs> later on you have to pay
1: most of it back. But um, just to give you an example, so I only had to pay back a third of what I got from the state um and since i was able to pay all of it at once like all of the money i ha- i owed i was given a 10% uh a percentage off yeah. of that so they paid me a lot more than i had to pay back and i only had to pay it back uh, after i had spent 5 years of working full time so i was able to to save up that kind mm-hmm. of money and to pay it back so um, it's a very a rather fair system. Let me let me yeah. uh, tell you so. Yeah, it's not completely fair because sometimes people don't get the financial aid because their parents earn just a teeny tiny bit too much money, but still not enough to support their kids going to university. So for some, it's quite tricky. But um, and of course, if your parents are rich, you don't get the financial aid, then your parents have to pay. But um,
0: but but I think this is like, also like. Hmm. I'm. I don't agree with this completely because well, the oh, parents aren't no. um, uh, obliged to pay you f- yeah, for going to university. Yeah, they can just say, um, mm. "No, I, I. won't give you any money. So you have to yeah. to work and then... to support your your studies. Um, so yeah." You have to have yeah. luck so with So there are parents. still flaws
1: in the system because those who need it sometimes don't get it yeah. and those who don't need it uh, want it and try to find loopholes to get it. Mm. And uh, some rich parents who really could afford to pay for their kids going to university, they don't want to do it for, I mean, sometimes no. absolutely the right reasons, sometimes for absolutely <laughs> the wrong reasons. It's a very difficult situation, but let's just... Circle back to Evita yeah. and congratulate her <laughs> on uh, managing, studying at Columbia, yeah. a very um, uh, respected, well-respected university yeah. in the US. And what um, and what to to,
0: and what she already yeah, complete her, sorry and what she already sorry
1: to complete her studies there.
0: And what she already achieved uh, in the sport. So she um, competed at the um, Summer Olympics in Tokyo uh, in 2020 or 2021 you have to say, um, mm-hmm. and she finished 12th in the qualification round, which is um, amazing for the US, I think. Um, yeah. And so she will um, compete in her second Olympics in Paris next year, which, Yeah. well, what an achievement.
1: Yeah, exactly. Most of uh, the gymnasts only managed to do one um, Olympic cycle and then retire it's such a strain on the body, mm. on, on everything they do. Um, yeah, and since uh, we know about all of the backbending that's going on, I, <laughs> I think we share opinions <laughs> in that it is the unhealthiest sport of all the Olympic sports that yeah. you can do.
0: Yeah, she has already um, struggled with uh, injuries. So she didn't compete at the um, nationals uh, this year in, in the U.S. Um, but she was still okay. named um, to the national team and for the world championships in Valencia. Um, mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I don't know if you can call it lucky because I guess she worked really hard uh, to get back and um, to secure mm-hmm. her place.
1: Yeah. So who won the U.S. national championships this year? this year? Do you know? No, I don't.
0: I really don't. I would guess, um, Lily Mazzuno because she's like the, mm-hmm. the, the second um American gymnast I can. I think I can look it up. Oh yeah, so um in twenty uh twenty twenty three um Lily Mazzuno won the all around yeah. uh, competition of the USA Gymnastic Championships in Tulsa in Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, she unfortunately hadn't had that great of a competition in um in Santiago this year um she had a Mm -hmm. few mistakes um in several of her um, routines I guess which is unlucky but I think she she has still a lot of potential to grow she's also um 21 or 22 already 22 I guess um but maybe she will try for another Olympic cycle um, which is yeah. also a possibility um for her to to get up there.
1: Hmm. Why not?
0: So, uh good luck
1: to um all the fighters for the for the open spots um at the for the Paris Olympic mm. Games. So the um the I want to say the Schlinge zieht sich zu. I want to say um. <laughs> yeah the uh this space is uh the, no, airs, the, the air is getting, the air
0: is getting thicker i think you would the say. air is
1: getting thicker yeah um
0: yeah uh, I, i'm only really like a
1: couple of spots left
0: yeah and i'm really excited because in in europe i think this might be a really tight race with the juniors of this year becoming seniors next year I think there's yeah. a lot of competition around that one spot. Oh, and um, I especially because just so many now. countries
1: already have a spot, so it yeah. might be from a country that hasn't ever participated for rhythmic gymnastics in the Olympic Games. We don't know what's coming up from the from the juniors, as you said. So this might be very interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, And I still have something to say on that topic, because um, yesterday um, on the Facebook page called Rhythmic Gymnastics, which thank you so much if you are behind that page, because it is gold for everyone who Mm -hmm. wants news about Rhythmic Gymnastics, um, the FIG published uh, the ad hoc rules and conditions for Russian and Belarusian gymnasts to be able to get authorized as, as neutral athletes. Um, and so like in general, um, they have to prove that they were never associated with anything, uh, nationalist or pro war in general. And also their. so the Averina
1: twins are out.
0: Yeah. I, if they are, (laughs) I mean, I would be very surprised
1: yeah i mean if you stand up next to putin on a stage and yeah applaud him definitely
0: jacket and yeah yeah um but i think okay. there is hope for for the belarusian uh, gymnasts um but it it also means that all of their staff so their trainers their physicians everybody has to get this status and um, can't uh, okay. like be um yeah um so they have a lot of hoops of to this. jump
1: through if they yeah. want to participate, and they have to like prove that they have a clean west, uh, clean yeah. vest. Yeah. So yeah. okay. And,
0: and also that like the date, which is relevant, is the twenty fourth of February, twenty twenty two. So if anything happened Good. after that, which like connects them to anything more mm-hmm. supportive, they are out. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. And this they uh, this also means that. Um, every other athlete like at competitions uh, by the fig or something if they are discriminating against these um neutral athletes there will also Mm -hmm. be sanctions so they are also protected in a way so that's good
1: i i really think this is a good option and a good (laughs) solution i mean it's very it's going to be very tricky and difficult for um the respective uh countries to find even um trainers or i don't know gymnasts uh, mm-hmm. and the whole staff that goes along with that um who have nothing to do with that but yeah. i believe it might be a chance for juniors for for like the really young gymnasts yeah. or for like clubs that are far out of anything that like are very far east for example who well are like not really related to any of the things, Mm. the political things that are going on. So for them, it might be a chance. And then maybe we might see a gymnast who has not been like put through the machine. That is the arena Vena Academy or whatever. So um, that might be interesting. And I mean, I think it's the only fair option, Um, but uh, I mean, maybe they will boycott this offer. And be like, so if we have to jump th- through so many hoops, you can just like uh, exclude us altogether. So that yeah. might be a tone that's that might be coming from those two countries. But, but let's think, see what what happens. Yeah,
0: the draft looks like acceptable to me in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, they they also um, even thought about uh, which music they can use for their routines. So it mm-hmm. has to be nothing um, direct or indirect political. Connotation or something, yeah. it doesn't have that uh, it can't have any of that, um, and it must be approved beforehand. And um, like the medals, they are, uh, they they can't be put on a medal table of the nation or something. It's really strictly um, separated from yeah. anything ha- having to do. It has to do the with countries. the state. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. But that's good. I mean, it's the only fair option. Uh let's let's say that. Yeah. And uh I hope for them for the few gymnasts that are eligible that they get their fair chance. I mean, everybody who has nothing to do with any of these politics and is um pro peace, let it just call mm. that. Yeah. Um should get their fair chance, yeah? yeah? But that's what we said in like
0: episode 4, four. I believe. Yeah yeah all right yeah so um we move on to the final of the german bundesliga which took place on saturday um i just yeah to explain how this works so uh, please do
1: because i didn't (laughs) manage to find out how the system really works tell me
0: um, I followed it for the first time this year. I I didn't really pay attention. I didn't really pay attention last year or the year before. Um, there are two pre-round competitions for each um, the Bundesliga A and Bundesliga B. Um, so there's a regional difference, like uh, the north of Germany against the south of Germany, um, and uh, a team can consist of a minimum four gymnasts and maximum 15 um, but at each competition only 10 gymnasts can start or can perform. Um, they each have to perform three routines per apparatus so 12 routines per competition and each gymnast is allowed to perform three routines. Um, there is also um, the possibility to um, get international gymnasts to perform for your club um, but there the rule is that per apparatus only one routine can be performed by a foreign gymnast. So there are two pre-round competitions um, where the scores of each team um, are added together and um, there are special points um, so-called apparatus points, which are um, given to the team who had the highest um, score uh, for an apparatus. So your team, um, the three routines for ribbon, for example, added together are, are the highest um, of all the clubs that competed in that competition so at these competitions it is decided which clubs continue through to the final um, in the final there is a different scoring system and they can get points um, due to a dueling system so for each apparatus there are three routines um, and each club sends like three um, gymnasts to perform against the gymnasts from another club, so let's say they start with um, hoop. Um, so club A sends a gymnast who performs, and then club B can decide can decide which gymnast do I send out on the carpet, uh, because I think she can score more points than the gymnast we just saw. And it is. Um, oh decided then the the um the gap between the two scores decides how many points a club gets so um i'm just pulling it up um there is like a table where you can read how many points you can get so if um the difference between the two scores is zero to 0.5 um Mm -hmm. there is no like score point they call it if it is mm-hmm. more than 0.5 up to one point it's one score point then mm-hmm. one two three point five it's two three point five to six is three six points to nine points it's four and over nine points up to 16 points difference it's five score points and above 16 points it's 10 score points but i don't think that ever happened we saw on Saturday uh, one time uh, five score points. Of course, Dasha secured them um, mm-hmm. with I think her ribbon routine because she's just amazing. So it is um, not just every gymnast performs and um, then it will all be counted together and looked who has more points. It also has a, it also has a tactical um, aspect. Uh, yeah so you have have to decide on the spot who
1: you put on the mat okay yeah but the coaches have to decide that Mm -hmm. okay so i've got a question yeah so um so you said germany is like divided in two you have like uh, bundesliga a and bundesliga b so within a are there different clubs starting against each other
0: yeah
1: okay so you have all the clubs who want to participate
0: yeah, and then it's uh, or like do you regional... have to qualify
1: for the Bundesliga? Um,
0: yeah, yeah, there is a second Bundesliga as well, and uh, on Saturday also, also they were um like the. Aufstiegskampf. Um, oh yeah, they were like oh gosh, what's the word? Um, to qualify for the higher Bundesliga or to be sent yeah down to um perform next year or to to compete yeah. next year. Yeah. So
1: um to I'm, they just uh, for those who want to move up uh to yeah. want want
0: to be ranked higher, okay. Yeah. So um in general like on Saturday they were the top performers of Bundesliga A which were TSV Bayer 04 Leverkusen and the top performers of Bundesliga B which was TSV Schmieden. Um mm-hmm. and also like the two second places um, fought uh, against each other for the bronze medal so that we had a big mm-hmm. final and a small final taking place simultaneously on the same carpet um and you had to or you you could um watch the the score points getting awarded and so you were always like thinking oh my god this is really uh, this is getting really exciting um mm-hmm. the next duel will decide if they uh, can still win or can't. Um, so yeah. it's not just like okay this club has the best gymnasts i already know mm-hmm. um, who will win but um, it depends on the tactics of the coaches to decide which gymnasts yeah. will perform with which routine and uh, and to make also this also very yeah and to make this a bit more interesting for our international um, listeners of course there were also international gymnasts competing for the club so okay. we had quite um, um prominent, uh, no sizes, most um, famous uh, names um, because mm-hmm. for TSV Bayern Leverkusen um, the Italians were starting so Sofia Raffaelli and Melina Baldassari um, mm-hmm. were competing um, so Sofia Raffaelli performed her clubs and her hoop routine mm-hmm. and uh, Melina Baldassari um, performed with ribbon and ball so you had like the top stars um, in Bremen on Saturday. From Italy coming there, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, then the two clubs who um, competed for the bronze medal, it was the Berliner TSC and Eintracht Frankfurt. Mm. Um, and for the Berliner TSC um, in the whole uh, Bundesliga cycle, so just not in the final, but um, for the other competitions um they had um the two polish girls emilia heichel and the junior mm-hmm. liliana lewinska ah um, okay which are really high scoring um and Fanny piknicki as you said and also hannah wiesner but i think she didn't perform she was just on the list as like a backup mm-hmm. um, and oh another uh hungarian luca flora Lovas.
1: Okay. Yeah, she's probably one of the top girls in Hungary. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but and uh, I can imagine for the Polish girls. I mean, Berlin is rather close to the Polish yeah, border. That's what I wanted to say. It um it seems very convenient that they um when they had one competition that took place in Berlin, um mm-hmm. that they came and per performed there. Um. So yeah. the the club Eintracht Frankfurt um they were supported by uh, the us um Chakmina So mm-hmm. I got to see my favorite club's routine again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and Kristina uh, Poranichna. I hope I said this correct. Uh, the Sounded Ukrainian. very authentic. I have
1: no idea if you're right.
0: <laughs> um, the Ukrainian who also took part in, in the Tokyo Olympics. Um, besides ah, okay. uh, Victoria Onoprienko um Ah, i i really uh i really enjoy watching her and she also secured a lot of points for eintracht frankfurt but unfortunately Mm. um in the end it wasn't enough uh for for frankfurt so uh the berliner tsc got the bronze medal um Mm. and it was really close uh it was really exciting until the very end um and i saw really great routines and i was I, i can't say i was surprised because i know we have great german gymnasts right now Gymnast. but i didn't know that it was that tight like maybe of course a competition in germany the scores might be a little bit higher than they would be internationally but a lot of girls scoring over 30 and mm-hmm. um, really being able to to compare themselves to senior international gymnasts which yeah. is really um really exciting um i wrote i mean for the past 20 years
1: we had like one or two gymnasts who were like yeah. playing along in the international competition but not yeah. really getting anywhere but now it's been like they're really moving up i don't know yeah. if they like changed their complete training style or if there's been like more talent being i don't know brought up mm. But uh, there's there's a lot happening and a lot going on. I only managed to like, um, uh, yeah, zap in for like half an hour and only saw like I don't know three, four, five routines. Mm. Um, but um, what uh, surprised me that Eintracht Frankfurt, which is by the way the same club that plays like, uh, like has the famous soccer team, and then mm-hmm. they also like are on international Playing floors right now, champions um, League and so on. Are they in the Champions League?
0: They have been, like, the last... They have been in the years. past, but I
1: don't know if they're yeah. right now. I'm, I'm n- not I mean, invested in this. Uh, but we're rather close, like, where we live is not that far away from from Frankfurt. So we have a lot of Eintracht fans um, yeah. <laughs> who are re- who really support the club. And you kind of miss out on the fact that they have a really strong gymnastics uh, team yeah. um, who are, like, supported by Magdalena Breschka, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, correct. So, she was also interviewed so, uh, during the competition. Um, yeah, I saw wow.
1: that bit. Yeah, okay. So she was the last German gymnast who uh, participated in the Olympic Games in 1996 in Atlanta before um, 2012 Jana Baretsko Magrande started again. Mm-hmm. Um, and she participated in the German version of Strictly Come Dancing or Dancing with the Stars called let's dance in germany and um she did really really well on the show like performance wise but she was voted off like after we, the we fourth or fifth that, episode really
0: yeah when we talked about Strictly about... From dancing we, we did oh yeah that was in the first
1: <laughs> episode yeah so but she came back and then uh, because yeah. somebody else got hurt and then she won and ever since she has been like uh, well, not really a famous person in Germany, but she has been, like, doing some commercials and, um, yeah, being around for any kind of thing that has to do with rhythmic gymnastics. So if you're interested in the sport, you know who she is. Yeah. But she's not, like, publicly famous uh, in overall Germany except for the tiny Let's Dance community. So uh, she's, she's coaching in Ulm now and teaching um, and coaching uh, for... For Eintracht Frankfurt yeah. for the club Bundesliga.
0: Um, yeah, but she, she also took um, took part in several like reality shows, like smaller mm-hmm. um, shows. And of course, yeah. her daughter Noemi Peschel, also um, started as an individual and then in the group German mm-hmm. national team. Um, but she retired after the group didn't manage to qualify for the Tokyo Olympics. Yeah. Which is really sad. I was really hoping that they they could achieve that, but unfortunately mm. it, it is really, cards. really tight. Um Yeah. Yeah, so some some of the girls I want to just like drop the names because because I was really amazed. Um mm-hmm. one name I've never heard before, but I saw her and I like her. Uh, Alina Otto Oh yeah, I saw her. her. Ball routine. Was it her
1: no, I saw her her hoop routine I believe. Okay and even though <laughs> even though she dropped it right at the beginning, yeah, yeah. she just continued and she was so fierce yeah. and she had such great elements that were really interesting and really impressive. And we should like really take a look at her routines, yeah. what she's so, doing. So I wanted to um, say
0: because her ball routine is to um a begging you from men's Skin. Um, oh, She has, like, the MAGA style, I, I like to call mm, it. Um, okay. So it was really catchy and I was like, oh my God, this girl loves to perform. Unfortunately, yeah. it was, like, only uh, 26.9, but okay. still um, really great. Um, then, uh, of course, we know her, the, the junior Lada Push. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to say um, something about her ribbon routine again. Because it's so fun something so it makes fun. me smile so much. It's um, like a, a, a little medley of um, Megan Trainor or Mashup. Um, because yeah. it's too different And it's different like a really
1: great choice. It's yeah. a really great choice of music. And it, the mixture mm-hmm. is done very well. Because um, she has like this more up-tempo fun style. And then there yeah. is the slower break that kind of like gives her the chance to like show that she has a different side as well. And yes. she's becoming more serious as she is um like she's becoming a senior next year, right?
0: I think so. Wait, let me uh, just check. I believe because she's
1: fifteen, she... so she is going to be sixteen yeah. Yeah. next she's year. She's
0: fifteen now, so um it is listed like in the um programme of the final. Mm. <laughs> Um, so I guess yeah, she will be yeah. a senior next year. And um, okay. um, just so, and
1: was I right that, that the clubs can send juniors and seniors in
0: for the competition? Yeah, yeah you're correct. Um, the difficulty in this is, of course, that um, if the juniors compete um, nationally or internationally, um, they have lower requirements for their routines. So less difficulty, yeah. if, um, for example... Um, but at the Bundesliga, they can perform more, so they might yeah. uh, change their routines and make it more difficult. And um, I think, please don't uh, take me by my word, but I think uh, Lara Push won or at least got like a um, a tie with her routine mm-hmm. and Melina Baldassare's ribbon routine.
1: Oh wow! Which
0: is really impressive, in my opinion. Okay yeah but because what the tiny thing i saw one girl
1: had like a knot in her ribbon yeah and didn't get it out so she took one from the sidelines the and then only later on realized it was the five meter ribbon the ones for the juniors no. and like
0: nearly half her
1: routine didn't count and she was really like she was walking off the floor what? crying i believe yeah, because she took the wrong ribbon. Was There's my... one six meter and one five meter. There were two ribbons lying next to the carpet, yeah, and was she my... took the wrong one. Then,
0: then my stream was obviously down because I'm sorry, my stream crashed, crashed like six times. And it I was already... just one of the like I managed to like squeeze in half an
1: hour or something, yeah. and that was 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 then, and I was like, okay. oh my gosh, that poor and I, and uh, they the commentators didn't even know how. This was going to be yeah. scored. Of course, she had some difficulty with only five meters when she yeah. practiced with six, six meters all the time. Yeah. So I believe, and this is like a mistake that can lead to a higher than nine points, like um, indifference. So you yeah, score different. like a a five point points, uh yeah. score point yeah. for like the yeah. your team in the Bundesliga so I I, I um, noticed
0: I noticed that when she got the the replacement it was a a a yellow ribbon for the replacement right and I noticed that she had that she had difficulty in handling it and I was like yeah exactly is this ribbon so so different than your own that it just didn't work out quite quite right and yeah and um, it was
1: just the the smaller one so that was tricky to, to
0: the end Oh my God! So that so you know,
1: you, there are a lot of rules going on that we don't know even everything about yet because yeah. uh, it's fairly new and we haven't been following it for quite some time. But I think it's interesting that they're trying to establish this. That this is coming also for autistic gymnastics. I mean, mm. that's been there for quite some time or a lot longer than it's been there for rhythmic gymnastics. But still, we see um, gymnastics um, developing in Germany and hopefully also in other countries. Of course, the um, Olympic Games also always play a big part um, in promoting the Mm -hmm. sports that are not um, shown on television all the time. So um, let's hope that continues. And shout out to all the big... um, yeah, uh, streaming websites who allow us to yeah. follow our sports, even though they're not broadcast on television.
0: Yeah, so I I, I didn't want to, like, um, shame um, Sportdeutschland TV for the stream <laughs> crashing, because I'm very thankful that there is a stream. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe it was my uh, internet connection. It could have been. Yeah, so maybe. Um, okay. I just wanted to drop some names. Um, we might have to talk about them in a different episode, but um, really impressive performances from German gymnasts. Malvina Shakir, um, Victoria Steinfeld, uh, Anastasia Simankova. She, she in fact, uh, like trained in Russian first and then moved to, to Germany as well, mm-hmm. um, or is German as well. Really high scores um Anna Schenenko who um uh, supported Leverkusen although she already trains in Schmieden um, mm-hmm. which is our national team place Base. to be yeah <laughs> um yeah that's the like the training center for
1: yeah. for the national team is in Schmieden but not necessarily everybody who trains in Schmieden and starts for the national team is part of the club Schmieden uh, yeah. so uh, for example Margarita Kolosov was watching uh, the stream yeah. as well and was like hyping up her, her girls from, from um, like the different clubs because of course they meet um regularly at certain training camps or yeah. at certain club meets so that was fun to watch on Instagram
0: yeah and, and also her international colleagues like they are all so supportive of each other which I mm-hmm. think is really great and you you could see like with um the um compared routines performed after each other. The girls sit together on a couch and can have a little chat like about yeah. uh, oh my god my routine. You you will win this or uh, maybe it is close and they uh, they are like anticipating um the scores the upcoming uh, scores yeah yeah it's just and really this great is to what watch. I really.
1: I, I mean I only got a glimpse of what this is um what this is like but I feel it's very fair it's very friendly it's a very um yeah I mean of course uh, the girls can be proud if if they win but it's not the main goal I believe that the yeah. main goal is just like coming together performing their routines and having fun yeah. so this is how it how it felt even though I just watched this yeah. this and, tiny and, half an hour and and also
0: I think this um format of um of competition makes it so much more interesting for for people mm-hmm. to watch who have no idea what the sport is mm-hmm. about because you can just compare two routines against each other or with each other mm-hmm. and you yeah. see the points at the end like okay she was like three points better um so to say yeah. than the other one uh, even if you don't know how high the difficulty score of her apparatus difficulty yeah it's like it's just it makes it more accessible for more people which i think is Mm -hmm. really great um the the girls have more opportunity to perform uh to gather more experience in competitions and um yeah which is overall just an amazing thing just uh, Mm -hmm. uh, another few names melanie Dargle, of course we know her she's in the national team um Nikki Gocheva, I saw, which is also really great. Um I'm getting close. Uh Helena Ripkin. Right. She was okay. she was also um injured, like she had a meniscus. I don't know what is in, in, in
1: English. An ACL turn.
0: Yeah. So um she just uh, an
1: ACL uh, back. tear. On ACL turn, tear not turn,
0: of course. Yeah. Uh, so she just got back and um, had really pretty routines also. So it mm-hmm. was so enjoyable. And I didn't know what I was missing for the last few years. Yeah. So from now yeah. on, I will I will um, watch more closely. Um, you and me both, sister. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, the German gymnasts. I hope we can um, watch them in Frankfurt next year for the German championships. Um, mm-hmm. Because it is so close to our home we might yeah, manage exactly. uh, to to travel there and um watch some competitions see them um, live yeah yeah and
1: well maybe we don't know what's going to happen to this podcast um maybe we'll have enough listeners and enough requirements from 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 you guys that uh we might be able to do some interviews there and have yeah. a tiny meet and greet or whatever that would course, be a lovely would... goal to have something nice to do
0: yeah we would um, love to meet and you and get
1: somebody here on the podcast with us
0: yeah that would be also really great um i have to run to physical ther- therapy now so i have to yeah, cut you yeah i know
1: <laughs> I, my ballet lesson is about to start as well so uh I've been been training for the last couple of weekends, um, because there's a uh, going to be a ballet performance in a couple of oh. weeks, so I have to get to that. What are you and, performing? Um, Tell me. Uh, a a new thing uh, made up by our ballet teacher. It's oh. it um it's based on the Four Seasons by Vivaldi, mm-hmm. but it's like uh it's about a girl who dances with the four fairies of the different seasons. So oh. she dances through the years. It's a children's ballet. But we need some adults as well who perform, like, uh, who keep the frame. <laughs> Let's say it like that. Um, nice. Yeah. So that they are not only, like, um, teeny tiny four-year-olds running around in tutus, <laughs> but also we'll have some, some of us will perform in pointe shoes as well and put in some pretty tutus. So, Great. But it's not going to be that big of a spectacle, but still we need to have... Um, our drawn strong and i uh, uh, one last thing i want to mention uh before we run off to our respective uh, duties and plans um there is one account on instagram i've recently started following i uh, really like what she's doing um she is discussing the code of points the mm-hmm. current one mm-hmm. and is analyzing what's going on what uh, how many Uh, scores each element um uh, how many points you get for each element Mm -hmm. etc etc so i really want to give her a shout out i just have to look up her proper name what she's called on instagram because it's really really great what she's doing um and i would love to have her in an interview so (laughs)
0: because uh, we are both like we have really basic knowledge like yeah the finer details are uh, beyond what i can even what i can motivate myself to look up i'm really sorry sometimes but it's just uh, yeah. if you're not doing the sport um, anymore
1: it's just too
0: hard sometimes yeah so
1: um our opinions are and and um our knowledge about the sport is is not only from from performing it ourselves and watching all the routines but also from like having a lot of experience in dance in general. And mm. we're both quite musical. So we can um, do all the the analysis of yeah, great like composition, the, great the, choreography.
0: Like the rules on how many turns of the certain kind are counted or something like that. I yeah, haven't read the code of points from start to finish. So yeah. I'm really happy for so, everyone who explains it to me.
1: So... So I want to give a huge shout out to this Instagram account. It's called Rhythmic underscore COP underscore 22 underscore 24. So the Rhythmic Code of Points 2022, 2024. This is the one you should follow. So she's um, an ex-gymnast. She's giving um, online classes. She's sharing a bit of her own personal life on there. And um, if you would like to uh be a part of this podcast and um yeah share a bit of your knowledge with uh, the rhythmic community we would be very happy please text us under
0: under discussing.rg.podcast at gmail.com or at our instagram page discussing.rg.podcast so thank you for listening and um tell your friends about the podcast and um, like and share and comment so um, and text us what we should discuss
1: next so until you listen in again thank you so much and as
0: always don't forget to point your toes bye 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 We'd like to say a special thank you to Mona for creating our amazing cover art and to Jenny for sparking our passion for rhythmic gymnastics.